Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. I want to talk about how to hear from God. How to hear from God. You see, when we talk about living the Spirit-led life, when we talk about you being led by the Holy Spirit, well, if you're going to be led by the Spirit, that implies, guys, that you're going to be able to to hear from from God, that you're going to be able to hear how He's leading you, how He's guiding you. And so, hearing from God is, is something that's uh, very... Uh, crucial, and I, and I want you to understand right from the get-go that it is something that has been made available to every born-again believer. Uh, really, God is is already speaking to everybody uh, everywhere, guys. It's 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 not a matter of whether or not God is talking. It's a matter of can we actually tune in to listen. You see, you see, as Christians, guys, we are called to live in an intimate relationship with God. Now, the key to any successful relationship is going to be communication. You see, that is true about your relationships in the natural, whether it's uh, a marriage or a business relationship or just friendships. Uh, you know, the one of the most important aspects of a, of a successful relationship is communication. And so in order for us to have a strong relationship with Jesus, we got to be able to hear from him. Now, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. His sheep hear his voice. And sometimes what happens is that, you know, we as believers, we can kind of think, well, it's kind of hard to hear the voice of God. I just overheard somebody the other day talking about this, and they were saying, well, you know, it's not always easy to hear from God. Now, now again, guys, I, I point you to what Jesus said. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. And so what I want you to understand from the outset here tonight is that if you are a believer, most likely you're already hearing from God. You see, it's, it's, it's not a matter of you learning to, to hear from God. It's you, it's more a matter of you fine tuning your ability to tune in and, and, and to discern what is actually coming from God. You see, one of the most common questions people have is, well, Alex, how can I tell the difference between if what I'm hearing is coming from God or if this is just my own thoughts? And, and so we want to, uh, we want to explore this, uh, here tonight, guys. And right from the outset, I want to really underline this truth that we don't want to approach this subject of hearing from God from a works-based perspective. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean by that that sometimes uh, Christians have this idea, you know, you, you, you might have this idea that, you know, you hearing from God is, is going to be based on you doing certain things. In other words, God is going to speak to you when you when you perform right, you know, or God is going to speak to you when God is pleased with you. Or maybe you grew up in a, in a denomination where they said, well, God is not going to talk to you if you've got sin going on in your life, you know. And so I want you to throw that out right from the get-go here tonight, guys. And I I want you to understand that we are under the covenant of grace, and I want you to remember, guys, that grace is supply, supply, supply. Child of God, grace is supply, supply, supply. And so how does this apply to hearing from God? This applies in this way, that hearing from God is a gift, guys, that has been freely made available to every single one of His children. 
Hearing from God is not something that we can ever earn or deserve or qualify for. In fact, the truth is that God loves you so much, child of God, that God desires to speak to you continuously. God desires to communicate with you uh, continuously. You see, when you love somebody, guys, what you want to do is you want to talk to them. You want to fellowship with them. You want to share with them. Well, that's how God feels about you, you see, child of God. You want to understand that the truth of the matter is that God wants to talk to you more then you probably want to want to talk to him, glory to God, you see, because the fact is that God loves you with a perfect love, and so God wants to speak to you, and so we want to begin with this realization, well, God's already talking to me, and so now my job is just to be receptive. My job is to be available, amen? And so here's the thing. Most people tend to think that, well, you know, talking, you know, hearing from God, like I said, you might have, you might have, you're already hearing from God, most likely. You just got to learn to recognize when you're hearing from Him. And the, and the fact is that most people are not going to be hearing an audible voice. You know, sometimes people think, well, hearing from God is like this big special thing, but really you can hear from God, you know, it's just, you know, driving down the street, being on the freeway, you know, God can speak to you. And so most people will not hear the audible voice of God. Guys, I've never heard the audible voice of God. Now that is possible. That is a possibility. But the truth of the matter is that primarily the way God communicates with us is through his Holy Spirit. You see, and so we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and so Holy Spirit is how God is going to speak to you directly. It's, it's, it's the presence of God, His Holy Spirit, who is already with you. If you're born again, He is in you, and so He will talk to you very, very often. He'll, he'll talk to you in a very subtle kind of way. You know, it's really, he, he's, it's heart to heart. He's going to talk to you in your heart. It's not going to be necessarily always coming through your mind. It's, it's going to be just sometimes an impression or, you know, you get, you, you get a feeling about something or you get a prompting about something. And so that is the Holy Spirit. And so cultivating our awareness of the Holy Spirit, cultivating our relationship with the Holy Spirit is crucial, guys, when it comes to hearing from God. And so I truly believe this is going to bless you here tonight. And so let's get started here in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, starting in verse 9. I want to look at this in a few different translations here. I want to look at a few verses and then zero in on that verse 12 actually here. But let's, let's get started here in verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, and listen to what he says. He says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Stop right there. Guys, I submit to you, this is a very familiar verse. He's actually quoting from the Old Testament, from the book of Isaiah. A lot of people have heard this verse, but the fact is, what happens, a lot of people tend to stop at that verse, and they'll say, well, Alex, you know, the Bible says, eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has prepared, and so we can't really know what God has in store for us. We can't really know these deep things of God. But friend, what you want to do is you always want to read the scripture in context. Amen. Glory to God. And what you want to do is you want to read on. You want to read on to the next verse because look at the next verse. Verse 10 starts with a nice little three-letter word, but. 
Glory to God. But, he says, but. Now, guys, whenever there is but, the word but, what that means is he's saying what I just said is true, but now I'm going to tell you why this does not apply in this certain situation. And so he says, but God has revealed them unto us. These hidden things, guys. He says, God has revealed these things unto us by his Spirit. Glory to God. And so by the Holy Spirit, he says, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11 says, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now look at verse 12. That's what I want to focus in on. He says in verse 12, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but we have received the Spirit which is of God. Now watch this. You've received the Holy Spirit for this purpose, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Glory to God. That we might know these things. In context, he's talking about the things that eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of, of, of man. And, and in context, he's talking about the carnal, natural man, the man who doesn't know God, the man who doesn't walk in a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, God says that God has revealed these things unto us. Now, look at this verse 12 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 12 Amplified says, Now we have not received the Spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit who is from God. Glory to God. Given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us by God. Guys, do you realize what he's saying here? He's saying when he's talking about these things that the natural man doesn't know, that the natural man can't comprehend, but, but God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. Now what he's talking about here is uh, the grace of God. Glory to God. I want you to understand he's talking about the unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor of God. In fact, that Greek word used in uh, where it translates in the King James, the things that are freely given to us is, is a word that is really speaking, it speaks of freely giving, but it also means to deliver or to grant or to forgive. It speaks of pardoning. And so what he's talking about here is a glory to God. He's talking about the gospel. He's talking about uh, the grace of God. He's talking about the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so what I'm telling you is that the Holy Spirit actually works in us to reveal the grace of God to our hearts, guys, to reveal the goodness of God to our hearts. Now, why is this important? This is important for this reason that sometimes people have a hard time hearing from God or sometimes people have a hard time discerning His voice because you might be approaching it from a works-based perspective. You see, sometimes you might be approaching it from a perspective where you think that God is dealing with you based on your performance, that God is, is perhaps talking to you about the areas where you are missing it, you see. Now, when you have a performance-based mentality where God is concerned, what happens is that's always going to diminish the levels of intimacy that you're able to experience with God, you see. You see, a works-based, law-based perspective will always put kind of like um 
you know, it'll put kind of like this, this, this little disconnect between you and God. Whereas grace, guys, glory to God, a grace is God working on the inside of you. It's the Holy Spirit. Remember, He's the Spirit of grace working on the inside of you. And so grace is always going to deepen your level of intimacy with God. And so the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. Look what He says in the Amplified. He says He will speaking to you about these hidden things. And what he's doing is, he's helping you to realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing that has been so freely bestowed upon you by God. Glory to God. Guys, I I hope you're tracking with me here. I believe I said last week, in last week's Bible study, that I don't think that a person can actually really understand the uh, grace of God, this gospel of grace, without the Holy Spirit. You see, you see, it's one thing to have an intellectual understanding of the grace of God, guys, but it is a very different thing when this understanding becomes a revelation in your heart, when it, when it goes from being head knowledge to being heart knowledge. You see, when the grace of God, guys, the unmerited favor of God, uh, the love of God for you, uh, the, 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 the goodness of God towards you, when that becomes a revelation in your heart, glory to God, what happens is that's when transformation is going to show up in your life. That's when breakthrough is going to show up in your life. That's when you're going to break free from those things you have been struggling with. It's a revelation of uh, the grace of God. And so the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you always from this perspective of God's grace. Now, now Paul's context here in this uh, passage of scripture, guys, what Paul is talking about here, he's actually contrasting the wisdom of the world which, by the way, he says that God calls the wisdom of the world foolishness. And so he's contrasting the wisdom of the world with uh, the wisdom of God. And so what this is, once again, guys, it is uh, the upside-down kingdom. Remember that everything in this world is flipped upside down. It's the upside-down kingdom. You see, what, what the world considers strength self-effort and and, and performance and self-effort is actually weakness in the eyes of God and you depending on God, something that maybe the world might consider, you know, weakness is actually strength, you see. And so everything you see in the world system is flipped upside down. Now the world's wisdom is based on performance and self-effort. You see, there's a worldly wisdom which is based on you putting in self-effort. Uh, the wisdom of the world is going to tell you that if you want to want to be in right relationship with God, well, you got to clean up your life. You see, if you want to see the blessing of God, you better make sure you're you're, you're performing correctly. Or if you want to see breakthrough in any area of your life, it's going to be based on your self-effort. That's the worldly wisdom. So worldly wisdom is based on performance, self-effort. It is based on an intellectual understanding and a natural carnal reasoning. And so what do we mean by that? Natural carnal reasoning, the word carnal means means according to the five senses. And so it's reasoning that's just based on the natural, you know, Alex, the way things are looking in the natural and maybe in the natural, you're, you're struggling right now with some stuff. Maybe in the natural, there's an addiction going on, or there's a sickness going on, or there's a lack going on, you see. And so the world's wisdom is going to be based only on the natural. Now, we don't discard necessarily, you know, having an intellectual understanding of something. It's actually good to, to 
you know, know some things intellectually, guys, glory to God. But you see, the wisdom of God, guys, is always going to go beyond that. The wisdom of God that he's talking about, that the Holy Spirit is revealing to you, is not just carnal, natural, sense knowledge, reasoning. No, it is going to be heart knowledge. The wisdom of God is a heart revelation of the finished works of Jesus Christ. It is a revel it is revelation knowledge of what God has already finished through the finished works of Jesus, and it's the Holy Spirit imparting that to your heart. Are you guys tracking with me here tonight? If you understand that, type amen in the comment section right there. And so this is important when it comes to hearing from God, because you want to understand that God, you know, here's one of the ways you can, you can kind of test sometimes if, if what you're hearing is coming from the Holy Spirit, if, that, if this is coming from God. If it doesn't make sense to your mind, if it's something that you have peace about, but it just doesn't make any sense in the natural, <laughs> glory to God, well, chances are, guys, you're actually hearing from God. You see, you see, praise God. You see, if, if it makes too much sense to your mind, if it's too natural and, and it makes sense intellectually, not, it is, this is not always necessarily true, but chances are, you know, that's just you. That's your, your carnal reasoning. That's your, your intellect. You're looking at, at stuff in the natural, you see. But very often, the way God will speak to you, it's not going to make sense to your mind. You know, he's going to give you a prompting. Maybe you're, you know, looking to, you know, you believe in God for a new job. Maybe he'll give you a prompting to apply for that position that you're not qualified for in the natural. You know, it doesn't make any sense to your mind in the natural, but Holy Spirit is nudging you to go and apply anyway, and glory to God, you get the job. You see, you see, it's things like that, or God can give you kind of a, you know, an impression about a certain person or whatever the case may be, you know, it's not going to necessarily always make sense to your mind. And so Paul is saying that the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of God is based in the grace of God, and it's not necessarily going to make sense to the natural, carnal uh, mind. In fact, let's read on, glory to God, just the next two verses here. And let's go back to the King James, because I want you to see this in the King James here. Uh, King James verse 13 says, Which things we also speak, watch this, this is what we've been saying, not in the, wis not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, watch this now, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. He's saying it's, it's the Holy Spirit. He's, he's, it's basically what it means is he's speaking to your spirit. He's not speaking to your intellect. He's speaking to your spirit. It is spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication. It's heart-to-heart -heart revelation. Verse 14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Glory to God. The natural man is the carnal man, the person who just lives in the five senses, the person who has to have everything, you know, make sense in the natural reasoning thing, you know. <laughs> the, that, that natural man can't receive the things of the Spirit of God because they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they, these things that God is revealing, they are spiritually discerned guys. You see, when you talk about spiritual discernment, what that means basically is it is you knowing something in your heart. You see, this is how you, how you got saved. This is how you know the Lord. 
You know, you, you, the Bible says you believe in your heart, you confess with the mouth. You don't believe in your mind. It's very significant, actually, that he says that you believe in your heart because it's not necessarily, or it's certainly not an intellectual thing. It's heart knowledge. And spiritually discerning things is going to be you discerning things with your heart. And so you discern things, you hear from God with your heart. You, you, you receive it in your spirit. And then, guys, it's always going to be when God speaks to you, it's always going to line up with his word. And so, in other words, how do you know God is speaking to you? How do you hear the voice of, of God and, and be led by the Spirit? He's never going to contradict or violate his written word. You see, you see, praise God. Now, let's look at uh, verse 12 again. Let's back up again to verse 12. I want to look at that in the um, Passion Translation as well. Glory to God. This is awesome, guys. Now, the, the verse 12 in the Passion Translation says this. He says, For we did not receive the spirit of this world system. Stop right there. And so he's saying here that there is a spirit back of this world's system. Now, this world system, guys, is performance-based. The system of the world, like we said, it's based on what makes sense in the natural, and it's based on performance. It's based on self-effort. And he's saying here that there's a system. But he says, but we, we have not received the spirit of the world system, but what we've received is the spirit of God so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. All that the finished works of Jesus Christ have already made available uh, to us. Glory to God. He wants you to understand it, and He wants you to experience it. You experiencing it begins with you having a revelation of it in your heart. Now, the world system is, is works-based. It's performance-based. And it's quite significant, actually, guys, that Paul is saying here in this uh, translation here, that there is a spirit back of the world system, <laughs> you know, because it's very interesting when you look at all of the religions of the world, all of the philosophies of the world, they're all based on performance. In other words, they're all based on you having to do something or do certain things or follow certain rules in order to be either right with God, or watch this now, guys, if it's not being right with God, it is you performing in order for you to achieve some kind of state. And when you achieve that state, you know, that's when you're considered enlightened or whatever, <laughs> you see. You see, now, now what I want you to understand is, is that no matter what they tell you in those systems or in those religions or in those philosophies, you can never actually get there. You see, the reason you can never actually get there is because God's standard is a perfection, guys. Glory to God, you see. Uh, because we serve a perfect God, the standard of God is perfection. But because this perfect God loves us with a perfect love, glory to God, He does not require you. Uh, to perform perfectly. No, all that he requires of you, child of God, is that you put your faith in the one who's already performed for you perfectly. All that he requires of you is uh, that you put your faith in uh, Jesus, you see. And so the reason I believe that you need the Holy Spirit to truly understand this gospel of grace is because the gospel, guys, is so in opposition to every single religion or philosophy of the world. They're all based on what you got to do. But this gospel of grace, guys, this gospel of grace, the wisdom of God, 
is based on you releasing your faith in Jesus. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.